Welcome to the latest episode of the Fox Sports Florida Miami Heat podcast. I'm your host, Siri Fernandez, and this week I'm going to be taking some mailbag questions via social media. Uh, there's a lot to discuss about the Miami Heat. Uh, there's a draft lottery just around the corner, and uh, Pat Riley and the front office executives have been at the Rookie Combine checking out prospects. Uh, they don't even know if they have their number 10 pick. We're going to find that out in a few days. Uh, but there's also a matter of uh, free agency and and just exactly which players will be wearing a Miami Heat jersey next season. Uh, so let's get right down to it. Adrian Wilkins, uh, his username is at AdrianW743. He wants uh, to know which player best fits Miami if the Heat plans to get a shooter uh, in, in the draft. Stanley Johnson, Kelly Oubre, Devin Booker, or Sam Decker? I'm going to go with Booker here. Um, he's got, I mean, you hate to jump to, to conclusions here, but Booker does kind of remind you of a Clay Thompson type. I mean, he's got good size. He's one of the best pure shooters in the draft. If the Heat are solely looking for, for a great shooter, and I would agree that that's definitely a priority uh, for this roster next season, uh, I think it'd be wise to, to look at somebody like Booker. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be available at that spot, um, but he, he could be, just like uh, Kelly Oubre uh, and Stanley Johnson, for that matter. Uh, but I think Booker has has really proved that he can he can shoot it well. I think he shot about 40%, and um, he's got good footwork, uh, and he's got good size too, so he can get shots over defenders. Um, so that would be my pick as far as the best pure shooter. Uh, but, you know, they have other needs in that draft, um, but it looks like the front court's pretty crowded. So uh, from, from my perspective, I, I definitely think they need to find uh, maybe a, a, a combo, a small forward or shooting guard kind of guy. Uh, that can help the Heat with some insurance in, in case Deng doesn't re-sign. Uh, but also, you want somebody to play behind Wade. Uh, that starting five is going to be pretty set uh, if, if if Goran Dragic remains uh, with the Heat. So you got Wade, Bosch, Dragic, Deng, and, and Whiteside. So that's that's a pretty good starting five. Um, you know, they, they have that luxury, even though they are a lottery team, uh, that they have a starting five in place. Uh, they were they were a pretty solid team on paper. Uh, of course, as we know, with the injuries and medical conditions and all the setbacks, uh, the Heat's record, to, to put it mildly, was underwhelming. Um, but but they, they they don't have a pressing need uh, specifically for for one type of player. So you know they they could be inclined to just simply take the best player available in the draft at that number ten spot. But uh, like I said, they still don't know if they even have that 10 spot. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, let's go to the next question. Uh, we have at BA613. If Dragic and Deng resign, who do you think Pat Riley targets in free agency? Uh, so, okay, well, first of all, uh, Dragic is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Deng has a player option. Um, it remains to be seen. He, he was a little bit noncommittal. Uh, I, would, I would assume that he wouldn't be able to find a huge market for him in free agency. And, and I don't know if the, he's going to find a team that's willing to pay him more than the 10 million that he's scheduled to make next season. If he, if he continues his contract. So we have, we have those two huge question marks uh, really at this point. Uh, what will he do if both of those players return to the heat? First of all, they're not going to have too much money uh, left over if both of those players return, but they won't even have that many roster spots. Uh, let's recap what the heat will have. Wade, Bosch, the Dragic brothers, that's two right there. McRoberts, Whiteside, Birdman, Chalmers, uh, Luol Deng, 
Udonis Haslam, James Ennis, Shabazz Napier. That's 12 spots right there. Uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, Tyler Johnson uh, most likely will probably return. Uh, that's only two spots left after that, uh, which last season was taken up by Michael Beasley and Henry Walker. Uh, do you, you know, do you see those two players returning? Because if not, that's really just two spots. And if the Heat retain their uh, their draft pick, that that means potentially there could only just be one spot left uh, if Tyler Johnson remains. Um, and, and Beasley returns, uh, then they wouldn't have any spots, really. Uh, so let's just say, theoretically, they have uh, one spot. Uh, what could they do with that? They're not going to have a whole lot of, of spending cash. Um, you know, I'm hearing uh, Hawks uh, player DeMar Carroll, he's an unrestricted free agent, but the, the Heat are not going to be able to afford him, especially uh, with this deep playoff run. Everybody sees what that guy can do. Uh, the defense... Um, and he's, he's a good scorer as well. I, I just don't think the Heat are going to be in his price range. Um, it's, uh, the, the Hawks also have Paul Millsap unrestricted. They have Para Antic restricted. So they, they do have some question marks on their roster, but I, I really don't see Carroll uh, leaving the team. And, and, and if he does, it's going to be for way more than the Heat could afford. Um, Jay Crowder uh, from the Boston Celtics, he's also an interesting prospect, uh, but he's restricted. Um, he raised his scoring average from 7.7 points in the regular season to 10.8 in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, he's a good player. Uh, that's somebody that could potentially be in the Heat's price range. Um, you see Mike Dunleavy of the Chicago Bulls. He's an unrestricted free agent. He could be available uh, for maybe a few million dollars. Um, he played well for the Bulls. Uh, he was a starter. He was a little streaky in that last uh, playoff series against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, but, I mean, he's got great outside shooting that the Heat could could really use. Um, he's a good passer. Uh, he's got great size. Um, you know, that that's somebody that is, you know, if if not Mike Dunleavy, uh, a player like him could really help the Heat. Um, who else? Uh, Austin Rivers, he's been playing well as of late in the playoffs. He's also unrestricted. Uh, I don't know if he's going to leave his dad uh, <laughs> that coaches for the Clippers. Uh, Darrell Wright could be a good option. He's a close friend of Dwayne Wade. Uh, it'd be a nice homecoming of sorts for the Heat. Uh, he provides great length for a defender. He can shoot the op- open shot. Um, that's a possibility right there. Uh, Gerald Green of the Suns. He's also got good size at shooting guard at, at 6'8". He averaged almost 12 points last season. Um, I, I, this is somebody else also that I heard, but again, I think he's going to be out of his, the price range at the Heat could afford. Uh, Danny Green uh, from the Spurs, I, I really don't see that somebody like him would be able to fall into the Heat's lap, um, and certainly not for, for what the Heat could offer him. Uh, but the Spurs also have another interesting unrestricted free agent in Marco Bellinelli, who, uh, just like Green, uh, can definitely hit the open shot, especially from uh, from long range. He's got good basketball IQ uh, and somebody that could be affordable. So those are some players, but uh, it's such a fluid thing, uh, free agency. We really don't know who's going to be available, who who won't be, uh, who's going to be dangled as far as you know, trade option for Pat Riley. Uh, you know, we're we're really just talking about just a f- couple of roster spots, if that much. Uh, so Riley's going to be going to take his time basically to fill that spot. I don't think he's going to rush it. But but what I would say is that the Heat will always be an attractive free agency destination. Uh, so with that core in place, I think I think that's going to be very attractive for for a potential free agent that's considering the Heat, uh, and and never discount what what Riley can do um, with a few bucks 
and an open roster spot. So we're going to have to see uh, what happens in the offseason. There's plenty of interesting options out there, and the Heat do need to fill some needs out there. And, and you know, it's also possible that he trades some of those players away to open up a couple more roster spots. So, again, we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's go with um, Patricia Davila at P Davila 73 Will the Dragic brothers come back? And if so, will they make it to the playoffs? Um, that's, that's a good question. Um, you know, Zoran, he's definitely committed to another season here with the Heat. Uh, and his brother, Goran... I mean, it would it would be pretty pretty shocking if he didn't re-sign with the Heat. Just from everything that he's said, everything that Riley has said, I mean, they sound really confident they're going to re-sign him. I really don't think Riley would have uh, wasted two future first-round picks, let alone the you know the spare parts that he that he let go: Norris Cole, Sean Williams, uh, Danny Granger, Justin Hamilton. Uh, those two future first-round picks, those are very important for the team. I, I really don't think that. The Heat would have would have just sent those away without knowing for pretty sure that 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 Goran will re-sign. As far as how much he's going to re-sign, what what Riley is going to negotiate with him, uh, if it's not the max, it's going to be pretty close to it, um, and and most likely at five years. Uh, Dragic is twenty nine now. Um, it's not going to be a you know a contract that's going to kill them. Uh, but the Heat do have to be cautious. Uh, regardless of the TV deal that will boost the salary cap next year, uh, they they still have um, kind of an interesting future ahead of them with with Wade entering that that final phase of his career. Uh, if they do have a lottery pick, who will they who will they go with as far as what position? Um, you know, they're not going to get a, a point guard, uh, but you know, what if Goran does uh, sign with another team? Then then they have another huge hole in the roster but I don't I don't think that's a major concern um, like I said Riley sounds very confident that they're going to work out a deal with Goran and and I believe so uh, that they will and, and and if that's the case with a starting five in place like that uh, pretty deep bench um, you're going to see some development from the second year players like James Ennis, uh, Shabazz Napier, Tyler Johnson you're going to have an exciting rookie uh, should the Heat retain that pick um, I, I think that's a, a pretty solid core. And as we've seen in the playoffs, the Eastern Conference is up for grabs any year. Uh, and it just really depends on what team is is, is playing well uh, in the postseason. Uh, but as the Heat know, they need to take care of business of the regular season first. And I think with a healthy Bosch, uh, Goran in place, uh, those two have never even played together yet. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, with Hassan Whiteside. Heat fans are going to see a full season from Whiteside. Uh, and, and that's that's going to be one of the most exciting things. Uh, I think he's going to be a little more settled down with that NBA lifestyle. Um, you know, people forget that he barely played in the NBA, even though he was drafted in 2010 by the Sacramento Kings. He had very little experience in the NBA. So I think this whole uh, regular season was kind of a learning experience for him. And uh, with another offseason under his belt, uh, working more with the Heat assistant coaches like Juwan Howard. He's gonna have a training camp. Um, you're gonna see some big things from that guy. So that's that's very very exciting, just on on its own. And then if you add in uh, a full, hopefully healthy roster, uh, the Heat should should do some good things in the East next season. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, let's see. Um, at Don Mega underscore C. If the Heat bring back their starting five, which realistic players can they bring in to beef up the bench? Uh, kind of went over the the available free agents. Those are going to be 
the kind of players that are going to be in the Heat's price range. Um, you know, of the ones that I listed, I mean, obviously a player like DeMar Carroll would, would, would be fantastic for the Heat, but I don't think that's very realistic. Uh, but I do think to fortify that bench, uh, either Mike Dunleavy of the Bulls, I, I just I just like what what he brings. Um, I like that shooting too. It, it was uh, it was really noticeable the the lack of outside shooting um, this this past season um, with players like like Shane Battier and and of course Ray Allen gone um, and 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 over the years also Mike Miller and 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 James Jones. Those are the kind of players that. Uh, that he could always count on for some outside shooting. So I think that's a priority. If they can't fill it in the draft, I think they really need to do it in free agency. So a player like Mike Dunleavy, or even a player like Darrell Wright, um, who's who's kind of a versatile player, he could, you know, good defender, and and can can hit that corner three. I think that would be huge. And uh, and if and if failing that, maybe Marco Bellinelli could 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 really help the the Heat's bench. Uh, and that also depends on really where they go in the draft. You know, if they get a shooting guard, um, they might look somewhere else um, for help uh, in free agency. So that's another thing that we're just going to have to wait and see. Umberto Bao, uh, at Umberto underscore B-A-U. Um, he wants to know um, what would be my personal favorite pick uh, if the Heat do get that number 10 spot. Uh, I think Kelly Oubre would be a fantastic addition I think he's got some great size. He's got a huge wingspan. I think it's over seven feet. Um, and what I like also is that uh, he played small forward in Kansas, but he can also sh- do shooting guard as well. Um, so you get that flexibility. And I, ha- I had mentioned that those are the kind of the two spots right there that are the Heat's biggest need. Um, so I, I think with Kelly, I think you get all of that. I think he's kind of you know a, a polished player, even though he's a one and done player in Kansas, um, but. I mean, he, he brings so much to the table. And he's a very exciting player as well. Um, I just think with his athleticism, uh, he's got good uh, he's got good range for his shot as well. He's got, um, you know, at 6'7", um, he, he can, you can plug him in at small forward. But I think that he could also be pretty good shooting guard off the bench. We also know that he was one of the few players, if maybe even the only player, that had uh, a meeting with Pat Riley at the Combine. Uh, Riley told him that if you want to play for us, you've got to be in the best shape of your life. Um, and Kelly is, uh, I think he's around 200 pounds, um, so he needs to bulk up. You know, and he's, you know, it's just a one-and-done player. He's so raw. Uh, I see the potential there. Uh, and I also uh, think that the Heat uh, could do well looking into Stanley Johnson if he's available. I think those two players can, you know, maybe they don't have everything. I know Kelly doesn't really have much of a of a long-range shot, and I and I just talked about how how badly the Heat need that. Uh, but I don't think uh, at the 10 spot you're going to get a player that can do everything right away. Uh, and I think that he'd have that luxury of being able to bring him along slowly but surely. Um, you know, they have they have pretty good depth as it is. Um, you're looking for somebody that can kind of take that that torch from, from Wade in a few years and be an elite kind of player. Uh, but I think at that 10 spot, you're looking for somebody, at least for this season, that can come in for a few minutes, uh, learn on the fly, uh, you know, be able to contribute, of course, um, but you're looking at somebody that that really needs to be brought along at a controlled pace. I think with the Heat's player development program, uh, it's bore a lot of fruit uh, as of late, and I think this would be uh, their biggest project right now, uh, a lottery pick, and, and that would be exciting to see. Then again, though, uh, on Tuesday, <laughs> we'll see if the Heat can even keep that pick 
or you know they might even catapult to the top three spots of the draft and, and then everything changes the whole game changes we'd have to do another podcast to take a look at some more elite prospects uh but i think i think for now at the 10th spot if the heat do keep it uh, i'm gonna go with kansas small forward kelly Oubre as their pick all right well that wraps it up for another edition of the my mead podcast on fox sports florida uh keep sending in those questions i'll do my best to answer them over the off season take care guys thanks